Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Crimes, Killers, Cults, and Beer. And Beer. And Beer. <laughs> and Beer. Just two crazy Florida men sitting around drinking beer and talking about true crime. Yep. Because back to those two crazy Florida men makes it, and we gotta, we gotta change that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing every time. I mean, hell, our last episode even had a, a intro on it that wasn't Dark Passenger. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but that was it's perfect how how the how perfect the, the lyrics worked with what we were doing. Yes. <laughs> and and the fact that it was a punk song. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it just it's but it, that was the first song that I had ever um, recorded in my home studio. And it fucking shows, because I hadn't listened to that song in several years. <laughs> like, <damn. laughs> oh, my God. But <laughs> Probably about the same quality as um, Never Mind the Bollocks. <laughs> oh, we're going to get hate mail for that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. at gmail.com. Yes. Hit us up. <laughs> or Even CKC if it's hate mail. Underscore beer. CKC underscore beer on Twitter. Or Instagram. Yeah, Instagram too. Although yeah, it's the it same might, on Instagram. Yeah. And Facebook is, I don't know, just type it, just type in Crimes, Killers, Cults, and Beer on Facebook and you'll find us. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what it is on Facebook. Yeah. But I don't. I, I mean, I, I I'm there, but I don't go on Facebook, so I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, you should. It's blowing up. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do another boost on the Sid and Nancy episode once it, you know. Well, it'll already be out by the time the people hear this. But I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do another boost on it because we got a, we did get a, we did get a, we got a lot of traffic on the. Um, the site or on the Facebook page, you know, people were finding it left and right, but, um, and we did, that did tra translate into, you know, higher than average listens. So, yeah, so it worked. So, yeah. Yep. So it worked. So I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hell yeah. So, um, what are you drinking? Uh, well, I thought about getting some beer, but I was so beat after work, I just came home. So I got rum and Coke in my blue sippy cup again. Your powder blue sippy cup. Yes, my powder blue sippy cup. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I don't know why. It just sounds cool. It just sounds yes. cool when you say it. <laughs> right? <laughs> so. I don't know. I kind of want to tell that story that I told you before we started. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but nah, it, nah, I would. If yeah, if if said person likes the show, I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, let's not do that. Right, even though it was fucking hilarious, and it um it further continues a narrative that we already have <laughs> on the show. It just hasn't reared its ugly head in a while. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it, yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we'll let you wonder uh, yeah just wonder maybe we'll tell you on a patreon episode or something 
Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> or if you um if you send us an email with the answer to a trivia question, the, a, a question about our one of our early episodes that I could ask, if you answer that correctly, then I'll just email you the story. <laughs> nah. There you go. But uh, okay, um, let's see. <sighs> hmm. And of course, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> let's see. Uh, okay, what is the what is the significance of the MK Ultra mass murderer episode? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Billzillaprod at gmail.com. Email us with the answer to that question, and I will tell you what the hell we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, anyway, that's a good question. Yes. So, (laughs) anyway, uh, we got a, well, I hope it'll be a fun one tonight. Yeah, I think it will be. I do, too. Might make me hungry. <laughs> or thirsty. <laughs> yeah. But tonight we're covering last meals for con- for people with the death penalty. What they what they had for their last meals, and I got a bunch of them. <laughs> we probably we probably won't get through my entire list, but um, that's fine. If this episode is well received, then we'll just save the rest of the list for a future episode. Yeah. So. What would you want as your last meal? Oh, boy. It's kind of a morbid question. It is. Well, you know, I mean, I love steak, so a nice looking juicy medium rare steak. Ribeye? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's the best. Ribeye is the best cut of meat. Yep. Um, And... I don't know what else. Maybe I mean I hate to be the meat and potatoes guy, but yeah, and a, and a good baked potato. Yeah. No lobster. No, dude, I'm not big on lobster. I'm not really either. I I had tried it years and years and years ago when I was a kid, and it just it just came off to me as like a little too sweet. Yeah. You know, and and, and gamey. I, I I don't mind gamey because I like I love mahi mahi. That's you can't get much gamier than that. But um, actually, mahi's not supposed to be gamey. No, it's not supposed to be. Well, it has a distinct taste to it. Maybe it's yeah, not, maybe it does. Game, maybe gamey's the wrong. Gamey would be like flounder or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't mind flounder, but um, but I tried it, you know, years and years and years and years ago, and then several years ago. Um, I just got a wild hair up my ass. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to Red Lobster and I'm going to get me a live lobster. So, so I ate it, you know, I ate the whole thing, but yeah, it tasted, it was too sweet. Um, you know, I, I love like snow crab and king crab and I love shrimp, but you know, lobster just didn't do that. Just, I don't know. It, there was something about it. I just didn't, I mean, I ate the whole thing. You know, so it it, right. it, it it didn't suck, but if I'm gonna go crust <laughs> if I'm gonna go crustacean, I'm gonna go crab legs. Yeah. So anyway, hashtag but I digress right up right out of the fucking gate. <laughs> <laughs> yes we did. 
Actually, not really. Not really. Not much no, of a digression. Because, because, yeah, because you asked me a question that's pertinent to the today's well, episode. And the fact that our first, um, our first, you know, contestant on the the last meal is right <laughs> yeah. had steak and lobster. Oh yeah. So 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 okay. That wasn't a digression. <laughs> so uh, okay, I guess we'll just I guess we'll just chow down. Yep. Let's just <laughs> dig right in. Dig right in. <laughs> so first one is Ronnie Lee Gardner. He was born January 16th, 1961, and he died June 18th of 2010. He was an American criminal who received a death penalty for killing a man during an attempted escape from a courthouse in 1985. And take a guess at how he was executed in 2010. Uh, in 2010? Was he, in Utah. Uh, in Utah, oh. Uh, what's, uh, was he hung? No. All right. Then what? Uh, what else? Lethal injection? No. Oh shit! Firing squad? Yes. <laughs> I was. I was. Well, I, I don't know why I went with lethal injection. That's why I said hung because I'm, I was trying to fix the, like the oddball old school ways of doing it. Yeah, but seems to me firing squad would take a hell of a lot less money to to do than to than. The electric chair, or I mean, you just need one bullet, and the hourly, you know, like an hourly wage for, for like what, maybe five minutes for seven people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and one bullet, and one bullet, Boom. yep, and and six blanks, <laughs> <laughs> randomly selected. Yeah, so nobody knows selected. <laughs> so nobody but see, knows that's bullshit, though. You know, you know, you'll fire a bullet or not because of recoil. That's true. I mean, I I understand that it's so nobody anonymity. Yeah, but you, the person that fires the bullet is going to know because the gun's going to recoil. A blank won't recoil. True. But but yeah, I just thought it was weird that somebody was executed in 2010 by firing squad. Yeah. Yeah. So but Gardner's case spent nearly 25 years in the court system, prompting the Utah House of Representatives to introduce legislation to limit the number of appeals in capital cases. Oh. But that it's not so much the execution that costs all the money, because they say it costs less to put somebody in prison for life than it does to execute them, and it's because of all their appeals. It's not so much the method of execution— it's just all the appeals that they put through, yeah, and everything. So, but that's, that's just crazy that it costs less to ex or less to, to house somebody for life than it does to just execute them. But like in this case, I mean, this guy was appar- apparently abusing the system, appeal after appeal after appeal. Yeah, right. So, in October of 1984, Gardner killed Melvin John. Otterstrom, who was 37 years old during a robbery in Salt Lake City. And while being moved in April 1985 to a court hearing for the homicide, he fatally shot attorney Michael Burdell in an unsuccessful escape attempt. Oh. So I don't know if that was his attorney or if it was <laughs> a prosecuting attorney or what, but it just says right. attorney. But um, 
can, you know, now, so now he's convicted of two counts of murder and he was sentenced to life imprisonment for the first count and received a death penalty for the second. Of course, if you kill an attorney, well, depending on the attorney, <laughs> you're going to yeah. die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, like if, if, if you kill, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to be added to another list. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's just, yeah, let's just leave it be. <laughs> so the, the state adopted a more stringent security measures as a result of the in- incident at the courthouse. And while he was being held at Utah State Pri- Prison, <sighs> Gardner was charged with another capital crime for stabbing an inmate in 1994, but that Ugh. that that charge was thrown out by the Utah Supreme Court because the victim survived. Oh, so for his last meal, he had steak and lobster tail, apple pie, and vanilla ice cream. Oh. He also wanted to watch the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy while he ate. Oh. Jesus. You, what is that? That's you, fucking, what, like nine eight, hours of movies? Yeah. If you take nine hours to eat your steak and lobster tail, it's not going to taste very good by the time you're done with it. Oh, no. <laughs> but it doesn't say whether or not he was um, allowed to watch Lord of the Rings. But um, but he was a real prick in the courtroom, so he was probably a real prick in, um, in you know, to the guards. He, he probably didn't get to... They, they probably gave him the animated mo- movie from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Gardner was executed in 2010 after being convicted of murder. In court... He was asked by the judge how he would like to die, and he says, I'd rather die of old age, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> he says, but if that ain't possible, I'll take the firing squad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I hope he got indigestion from the. Yeah, I hope he used too much butter on the on the crab legs and um, wound up like with really bad indigestion before or heartburn before he died. (laughs) (laughs) So, next one, Timothy McVeigh. I don't think I really need to go through a recap of what this guy's story was. I think everybody knows who Timothy McVeigh is, but yeah, if you don't, sure. if you don't, he was the Oklahoma, the guy that bombed the Oklahoma City Federal Building back in the nineties. Yeah. So, so, um, he was executed by lethal injection on June eleventh, two thousand one. He was charged and convicted of one hundred and sixty-eight counts of murder, and that at what yeah was at the time was the biggest. Well, that was the biggest act of domestic terrorism that the U.S. has ever seen. Um, obviously, nine eleven is not wasn't domestic terrorism. Yeah, but but so this is still the largest domestic terrorism 
terrorist attack yep. that there's ever been. And I hope it stays that way, obviously. Yeah. Take a guess at what that chucklehead wanted for his last meal. Oh, God. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't even guess. Well, it's a good thing he wasn't lactose intolerant. Oh, yeah? Two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. That's it? That's all he wanted. Wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, right, well, or maybe he was, and maybe he thought there would be more of a mess to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe he was lactose intolerant. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <clears throat> Next up was uh, a guy named Victor Figure, F E G U E R. He was a drifter from Michigan, and in the summer of 1960, Fajur arrived in Dubuque, Iowa, Uh renting a a room at a decrepit boarding house, and soon soon after arriving, why don't you say shortly later? (laughs) Yeah, why didn't you? Uh, you? (laughs) Um, Shortly later... Fajur began phoning physicians in alphabetical order from the local Yellow Pages. That's a phone book. For all you younger listeners, it was a book that had everybody's phone number listed in it. (laughs) Yeah. Those were the days. That's crazy that that's crazy that that information was available. Just, you know, (laughs) and you had to pay extra if you wanted to be your number to be unlisted. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he claimed that a woman needed medical attention and when a doctor Bartels arrived Figure kidnapped him and killed him in Illinois Bartels body was found in a cornfield there with a single gunshot to the head and a few days later he was arrested in Birmingham Alabama after trying to sell Dr. Bartels car to a man named James B. Alford who tipped off the FBI Oh. And so he's got murder, kidnapping, and taking a stolen car across the um, across state lines. That's three federal crimes right there. Yeah. So Alfred later told a local newspaper that he suspected Figure was a crook, a crook, a crook, a crook, crook me. <laughs> Because he had an out-of-state car, but no title papers. Authority, authorities believed that Fajur had kidnapped and killed Dr. Bartels in order to gain access to any drugs that Bar- Bartels may have carried to treat patients. So, And I already said this, but because Fajur transported the host- his hostage across state lines, federal charges were filed against him. And in, in his defense, he, he claimed, that he was a drug addict from Chicago, or he claimed that a drug addict from Chicago um, met him in Dubuque, and he had, he had actually it, it was that guy that actually murdered him, the, oh. you know, the drug dealer. And I can't talk tonight for some reason. <laughs> <sighs> but 
Um, Pajura said that he had that he had killed the drug addict and dumped his body on the Mississippi River. However, authorities couldn't find any evidence to this claim, or, or even that this person even ever existed. <laughs> Jeez. This guy was a. <clears throat> he was. Let's just say that he wasn't a rocket scientist. So. Right. It's easy to assume that a death row prisoner's final final meal will be embarked by indulgence and gluttony, and it's and it's true. Many of them do that, but you know so why not? It's like the last luxury that you're ever going to have. But figures is one of the most bizarre. Okay. Um, he was the last person to be executed in the state of Iowa, and he did not choose a gluttonous indulgence. And he, he didn't choose to forego the meal either, which is, you know, a lot of them do. He just asked for, I, I, I'd tell you to guess, but you'd never get it. You'd never guess it. You would never get it. All right. Yeah, probably not. He wanted one single Olive with the pit. One single olive with the pit. Yeah, I never, ever, in a, <laughs> in a million years, would have guessed that. Holy crap. No, no. <laughs> wonder if they, like, strapped him down and then used a freaking slingshot. Open wide! Because <laughs> it's got the pit in it. Not like it's gonna matter if he if he chokes to death on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man. Oh, next one is a woman, and it's not Eileen Warnos. Not Eileen Warnos. She might be on here. I'm not sure, but because I got a bunch of them. Um, I'm kind of doing this the same way we do it on those articles that we use on Patreon, where I don't really read them. Yeah, we're just running with it. Yeah. I mean, I did have to go through and get the background, inform- the little bit of background information on all of them, you know. And, yeah. But but that's, it's, but as far as the actual last meal stuff, I didn't, I didn't do that. Um. She was born April 26, 1969, executed on September 23, 2010, and she was an American murderer who was the only woman on death row in Virginia prior to her execution. She was sentenced to death by lethal injection for the murders of her husband and stepson. In October of 2002, she sought to profit from a $250,000 life insurance policy that her stepson had taken out as a um, U.S. Army reservist in anticipation for his deployment to Iraq. So that's just fucking low. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, my God, dude. I can't even... (sighs) To think that he might have been safer... In Iraq, being shot at by terrorists. <laughs> yeah, right. Was, um, in September 10, she became the first female inmate to die of lethal injection in the state of Virginia. And the state had last executed a woman in 1912. Uh, we don't know what she had. We don't know what she had to eat. 
<laughs> but the um, the case led to the debate over capital punishment. Um, you know, mainly, oh, should we be executing women? Well, let's see. You killed a freaking soldier for his insurance money right before he was going to war. Yeah. That, it, uh, that might not be treason, but it's pretty damn close. Yeah, I would I would think that it would it would come close to counting as that. Right. I mean that's just that's just wrong. And and your stepson and your husband as well. Yeah. You know, capital punishment was abolished in Virginia in 2021, and that made her the last woman executed in Virginia. Mm. Now, her husband Julian. His his last words were, "My wife knows who done this to me." You know, it, you know, it, he was he had been shot multiple times, and um, <clears throat> yeah, and it says that he was um he was just lay, laying there bleeding out for over an hour. Oh uh, Jesus! But it was it was a pair of teenage boys who actually carried out the. The, the healing the healing the killing as a hit <laughs> after being promised a fee of twelve hundred dollars by Teresa Lewis the you know the wife was fried chicken and butter peas with Dr Pepper and an apple pie oh fried chicken I, I like that yeah but apple pie is an American she shouldn't have gotten apple pie for what she did. Yeah. But, you know. If you kill a, a soldier in a, in a insurance, a life insurance scam, that you forego your citizenship and therefore no apple pie for you. <laughs> yeah, you don't say it's as American as apple pie for people like her. No. Fuck that. <laughs> Uh, Another one that doesn't really need any setup introduction. Right. John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. Do you know there's a picture of him with Rosalind Carter while Jimmy Carter was president? Really? And that was during his his during his campaign. Yes. There was a picture of him with Rosalind Carter. Oh my. That is that's just that's crazy. But, um so the the killer clown he turned to the colonel when it was time to order the last plate of food that he would ever consume. Oh. <laughs> um he obviously had sexually assaulted and murdered over 30 young men over a 7-year period and um died of lethal injection on November 10th, 1994. And he just wanted a bucket of KFC chicken, 12 fried shrimp, french fries, and a pound of fresh strawberries. <laughs> a bucket of KFC, huh? A bucket of KFC. Hell yeah. Original recipe. Original recipe. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's better. Original recipe is better anyway. It is. I think. Um... 
but and Popeyes is okay. It's Popeyes is better than KFC. But um, for any of you people that might be taking a vacation to Florida, do yourself a favor. Go to a Publix. Go to their deli and get a get a box of their fried chicken because that is the best fried chicken on the fucking planet. Indeed, I I agree. <laughs> dude, they have a fried chicken sandwich that is worse than crack. I mean, dude, people will line up and wait in line for 20, 30 minutes to get one of these fried chicken sandwiches that they have. At Publix? Not at Publix, at, at Popeye's. Oh, at Popeye's. Yeah, yeah. Popeye's, no, has, pub- but Publix fried chicken, yes. Yeah, Publix fried chicken is the best. I mean, it's, you know, don't don't get that shit that they make at the Walmart deli or Winn-Dixie or Kroger or any of those other... Fucking Publix has the best fried chicken. Period. They do. better than Maryland fried chicken. It's better better than Church's fried chicken. Better than KFC. Better than Popeyes. It's better than your favorite restaurant. You know, chicken fried chicken restaurant, whatever it is up there or wherever you live. Right, <laughs> dude. You know what though? I mean, dude. Walmart. The fried chicken from Walmart is not bad. I mean, it is not Publix fried chicken, but it is not bad. No, it's it's better than what you would get at like I mean at at like Winn Dixie. Yeah, but I mean, and oh, and don't even get me started on Bilo. I don't know. Have you ever been to a Bilo? No. Grocery store? Don't. Uh, well, I mean, it's it's not bad. It's kind of like a piggly wiggly, but their fried chicken is just ugh, disgusting. Well, so much for that Bilo sponsorship. But <laughs> <laughs> right. Publix, you better be listening. I'll be waiting on your waiting on your email. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Public if you trucks. come down here on, if you come down here on vacation to Florida, go to a Publix grocery store and get some of their fried chicken. Absolutely. You will not be although it's going to ruin the fried chicken for you when you go back home to wherever you're <laughs> from if they don't have Publix there. I I'm not sure how far north Publix goes. I I know I know Georgia has Publix, but I know South Carolina does not have Publix. So, <laughs> right. So I'm not. I'm not sure how far. Yeah. And don't get me started on the pub sub. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a little pricey, but you get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So so yeah, old John Wayne Gacy. If they had had um, Publix up there in um, Illinois, he would have wanted Publix fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, I don't even know if they had, I don't know how long they've had that for. <laughs> but <laughs> Who knows? I don't know either. I haven't even, I never even thought about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's making me want to go to Publix and get a box. <laughs> oh, yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> so next is Stephen Wayne Anderson. Just seems like he just enjoyed eating. <laughs> and what John and John Wayne Gacy didn't? Yeah, right. <laughs> he was initially caught because he had um stayed in his elderly victim's house to make himself a meal from the food in her kitchen and proceeded to sit down and enjoy it and watch her TV. Oh, okay. (laughs) 
That's some move, shit that happens in the movie right there. Right? Oh, have you seen the Terrifier movies with the no, crazy clown? I have not. Oh, I, I, I binged watched the entire franchise a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, um, and let's just say that, eh. As far as the movie monsters go, this one's probably the weakest. It's as a, just over o- over the top um, gore porn is basically all it is. Uh, but um, but there is this scene, you know, because we've we've brought up the um, the BTK scene in um, Dexter before, where he takes his kid to the, you know, where he's a, a scout leader at, at the Boy Scouts or whatever, and then he takes off in the middle of the night to go get a kill and come back. Well. In the terror, I think it's the second Terrifier movie. There's a another BTK ism that's um, there. He's in the he's in a victim's home. This is before the victim knows that he's there, and he goes into the kitchen and pours himself a glass of water and drinks it, and then puts it on, on the counter. Oh, <laughs> that, remember that? Remember that from the BTK episode? That, that was kind of his thing. You know, I'd get a yeah. glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> Because nobody other than me drinks water, but but that, that why else would you do that? That was a freaking BTK reference right there. Yeah, and I've got another one of those fucking ads. But so he just sat down and enjoy it while watching her TV, and he was sentenced to death for the murder of an eighty-one-year-old woman whose house he had entered looking for money. And when he was arrested, he had even searched through the house, you know, like the entire house, and. Got out of there with less than a hundred bucks on him. Really? But yeah, he, he all that uh, a murder, whatever she had. He raided her refrigerator. All that for a hundred bucks, <sighs> less Jesus. than a hundred bucks. Some of these people, some of these people that were that I'm covering on this, probably going to be a future, you know, CKC, you know, future regular right. episode. Yeah. Right. Like this chucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> this chucklehead. Yeah, John Wayne Gacy, he'll be episode 501. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking about that because, you know, it's just like, you know, Henry Lee Lucas is being well-received. Yeah. And um, and so is freaking Satan, you know, Gertrude Satan. Yeah. That, that one is being very well received so it's just, okay we I might be kind of like as the show gets more and more listeners i might you know rethink that whole thing about doing heavy hitters you know yeah i mean if if we if we can you know if we did a like a john wayne gacy episode or something like that well for one thing it would be a multi-part episode but but still and all of a sudden boom it you know it, it's getting consumed as fast as um Gertrude, Gertrude mm-hmm. Benazwecki. Um, yeah, who knows? We might start incorporating them. I mean, it's like Henry Lee Lucas was kind of testing the waters, and people were digging it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so cool. All right, we might. <laughs> I have a I have a book on Carl Panzram. He might be coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> right on, Panzram. <laughs> what a freaking name for a serial killer. Right? Pans Ram. But, 
his anyway, this um, Stephen Wayne Anderson's last request, last last meal was um, very similar to what he might have found in his victim's house. He had two grilled cheese sandwiches, a hominy corn mixture, radishes, a pint of cottage cheese, a piece of a, a piece of peach pie, and a pint of chocolate ice chocolate chip ice cream. Oh. <laughs> Good old Southern cooking. <laughs> yeah, right. Soul food. Soul food. So, but you know what? I, it, you're if you're requesting a grilled cheese sandwich as your last meal, and you don't ask for a a bowl of um, Campbell's tomato soup to go with the grilled cheese sandwich, you know, I, you deserve to die, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> got to have that tomato soup with a grilled cheese, man. No doubt. Yeah, especially if you're getting two of them. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's just two, two slices of bread and a slice of American cheese. Which, ironically enough, that's the that's the only way I like American cheese is on a grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah, I don't really like it on anything else. I mean, like a cheddar or Swiss or whatever provolone. But I don't really care for. But have you ever had a grilled cheese sandwich with cheddar? Ooh, that's good. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. I I did one with uh, some smoked gouda one time. You want to talk about good? Holy shit! Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds gouda. Sounds gouda. It was gouda. So, next one. Yeah, you couldn't do a, a capital punishment episode without an innocent victim. Right, you know, an, an, an innocent man that was condemned. Angel, N I E V E S, Nieves, Nieves, something like that. Yeah. Nieves, I don't know. Diaz, yeah. Just as he was executed for a murder that he claimed that he didn't commit, Diaz was given a final meal that he didn't eat. Um, he found himself on death row after one of his fellow armed robbers turned against him. Oh. When their when their robbery turned into a killing, the other man who was apparently angry after being left out of the escape plan put the blame for the killing solely solely on Diaz. And there were no eyewitnesses to prove otherwise. <clears throat> so he declined to eat a, a final meal and he was executed by lethal injection. Wow. Oh, so he didn't... So, well, it wasn't. I mean, it's it's kind it's kind of believed that he um that he didn't actually commit the murder, uh-huh. but there's really but you know he was there on the scene. The murder did happen and whatnot, and there was you know somebody that testified against him. However, you know, it's just you you never can tell, right? But a lot of people, I mean, there are some there are some of these. You know, people that, you know, they they take their, they they take their claims of innocence to the grave, uh-huh. you know, and it's and it's just like you know their last words are like you're killing a, an innocent man or whatever, and you know I, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to I'm not gonna play ignorance here. I'm sure that we have executed innocent people before. You know, it's a broken oh, yeah. system, but but there's really unfortunately there's no way to fix it and some of these chuckleheads actually deserve to to die like you know 
Like Richard Ramirez, he didn't give a shit. Right. Just cut him loose. But BTK, on the other hand, let, let that fucker rot in prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Um, next up is Alan Lee Davis. <sighs> Florida, Florida man. Oh. Of course we're going to have a Florida man. Well, yeah. I would hope so. Uh, strangely enough, I'm not hungry. I was a little bit hungry when we started. I'm not now. I've kind of <laughs> lost my appetite. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this, we, we are kind of talking about a morbid subject here, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially this chucklehead. <laughs> um, this one might be definitely one that we might cover um, July 20th 1944 is when he was born he was died July he was died he was executed July 8th 1999 I don't know why I can't talk tonight actually you know what I do know why I can't talk tonight because I've got my freaking notes on the on the bottom monitor oh that's why that that and that that makes sense too, but I'm using two different sets of notes, so one's got to be on top. Well, there's more on the bo- there's more on the action. Hold on, let me switch them around. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have them on the big monitor because it's too close. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, that's much better. That is much better. Let's Uh-oh. see if it translates to better. Communication. <laughs> Alan Lee, <laughs> Alan Lee Davis. He was born July twentieth, nineteen forty-four. Executed July eighth of nineteen ninety-nine. He was an American murderer who was executed for the May eleventh, nineteen eighty-two murder of Nancy Weiler, who was three months pregnant in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh. Uh, according to reports, Nancy was beaten. Almost beyond recognition by Davis with a three fifty seven magnum and hit more than twenty five times in the face and the head. Oh. And he was additionally convicted yeah, we're covering this piece of shit and we're gonna frickin' we're gonna verbally beat him the way he beat her. Hell yeah. Holy shit. But um he was additionally convicted of killing Nancy Weiler's two daughters, Christina age nine who was shot in the face twice and Catherine age five who was shot as she tried to run away and then had her skull beaten in with the gun oh god damn dude oh man they should have just given him raw cow liver (laughs) like you want a last meal yeah I want uh, blah 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 not you're getting raw cow liver oh Jesus from an alcoholic cow. From an alcoholic cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Davis, who had had a lengthy criminal history, was on parole for armed robbery at the time of the murders. He later admitted that his initial motive was to rape and murder Christina, um, the nine-year-old, and, and then kill oh. her sister and mother and then ransack the house. Oh, boy. 
Davis was executed on July 8th, 1999, and old Sparky up there in Stark. All right. And this is even better. There is a silver lining. Take a guess. Oh. I don't know, dude. I, I, I don't know. His execution, his his el execution, <laughs> his his execution. Switching your notes didn't help, did it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> his execution. I'm just freaking mushmouth tonight, man. <laughs> but his execution was alleged to have been botched when, with witnesses reporting that Davis was still alive after the power to old Sparky had been switched off. Um, blood had also leaked from Davis's nose during the execution. And although prison officials alleged that this was just caused by a nosebleed. Yeah, of course. We all, we all know the truth. I mean, you know. Yeah. It, 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 it was a nosebleed. It's just the, the blood was coming out of his brain. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, you you don't you don't get nosebleeds in Florida just out of the blue. You either have like a blood vessel burst or something like that. Yeah, you're not going to you're not going to have you know, your your nose isn't going to get dried out and have a nosebleed like you would like in say New Mexico or Arizona. Mm-hmm. Not in Florida. <laughs> your, your nose is Properly moist in Florida. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> but because of the controversy surrounding his execution, Dave Davis was the last person ever executed in old Sparky in Florida. Florida switched to lethal injection. Yes. Although... Inmates can still choose Old Sparky, which means that Old Sparky is still sitting up there in a room, just waiting, waiting, <laughs> yeah, waiting, just a waiting. Somebody, Old Sparky will eat again. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, his last meal. He went all out too. I mean, but like I said, they they should have just given him liver, raw liver mm-hmm. from an alcoholic cow. From an alcoholic cow. <laughs> Lobster tail, a half a pound of fried shrimp, six ounces of fried clams. Yeah, he just went all crustacean. Right. Although he didn't ask for crab legs. Yeah, and technically clams are not crustaceans, but yeah. They're not. No clams. Oh, I guess. Yeah, you're right. They're they're not. They're shell. They're they're, they're shellfish. Uh, they're bivalves. Shell. Right. Okay. But he also had fried potatoes, a half a loaf of garlic bread, half a loaf of garlic bread. He was trying. He was trying to cholesterol himself to death with all that fried food. It sounds like it. <laughs> and a 32 ounce A and W root beer. <laughs> Thirty-two ounce A and W root beer. Yeah, 
But All damn, right. he was he was trying he was trying to cholesterol him. Yeah, so. he was. <laughs> Let me clog up these arteries really good right before I die. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really I don't really eat clams, but everything else on that menu sounded good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the fried fried clams. I mean, it depends on how they are. I mean, they're not bad. Well, I'm allergic to oysters. I don't know about clams. Well, but I would probably um, stay away from clams too. Then, even though exact, they're not quite exactly. the same critter, they're basically the same critter. Well, it's just I can eat them. I can, I can, I can eat them. That's not how I'm allergic to them. Oh, my skin is allergic to them. Oh, okay. Like years and years and years ago, when I was working in restaurants, I um I had a you know, I, I, I was an oyster shucker. Oh yeah. And I, and about the time I started doing it, I started getting these tiny little warts all over my hands. And, oh. um, and then I didn't think anything of it or whatever. I mean, they were so small. I was just literally able to just, you know, scrape them, scrape them off and didn't even hurt or anything. Uh-huh. But, but one time I go to shuck this really big oyster and the knife slipped right as it was doing, you know, right as I brought it down on, onto the onto the counter. Uh-huh. And it opened, and it was a particularly juicy one, and it jammed my freaking knuckle, like into the the butt of the um of the um oyster, and which so I've got this gash on my knuckle, and then you know all the oyster juice comes out of it you know into the freshly the fresh gas well you know i I just yeah i I stopped the bleeding wrapped it up and went back to work but um next morning and this was a nasty cut too i mean it was it was it was like i mean it was on my knuckle but it was you know it's like i could see the bone Uh like just a little bit i could see i could actually see the bone oh shit but um (laughs) fuck yeah um, that's, that's how deep it was, but it was in the knuckle, the, the top knuckle just underneath the, um, my fingernail on my middle finger. Uh, okay. Oh. So, so there's not a lot of skin there to begin with, yeah. but, um, but the next morning I woke up, the cut was completely gone, replaced by the biggest wart that I had ever fucking seen. Oh shit. That's when I was just like, you know what? I think I might be allergic to oysters. Yeah. like that, that might be a thing. So, I mean, it took several years. I mean, I I had had it surgically removed. It come it came back. You know, finally I I was just fi- finally, you know, I I I physically, you know, got rid of it myself several times. It would come back. But finally around, I don't know, because this this is back in the 90s. Probably around 2005 or so. I got I got rid of it and i think i got the seeds out of it that that's time and it never came back yeah but man i was at war with that fucking thing for a long time <laughs> but but i wore you know i wore rubber gloves every time i shucked oysters from then on yeah <laughs> and i never got you know see what it, what it happens like you know you get you get these especially if you're shucking oysters you're going to get these tiny little micro cuts you know mm-hmm. oh and yeah i've what, done it before what, dude i know but, exactly what you're talking about but that's what that's what was happening. The juice was getting into those um, microcuts, and a wart would form. A tiny little one, but still. 
mm-hmm. you know, but this, this was different. So, but once I started wearing, um, you know, plastic, plastic gloves, whenever I shucked oysters, I never got another wart. Yeah. Well, but, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, TMI, TMI. Yeah, yeah I think so. Well, no, not really, but no, was, it's kind of an interesting story. It, well, it like was. You, you never, you, you never know because there, there could be somebody out there that gets warts all the time, and but they they haven't, you know, they struck oysters at their jobs, but they haven't made the connection. Yeah. So if they hear this, they might be like, "Oh, okay, that," right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but next. We're going back, you know, we're going back to Stark. Uh-oh, back to Stark. All right, here we go. Ted Bundy. Oh, Teddy. All right. <laughs> Don't really need to go into too much detail about him, Mm-mm. obviously, because, you know, any, even people who aren't true crime fans know who Ted Bundy is or was and what he did. Yes. Unless you've been living under a rock, but... Yeah, but my favorite part about the Ted Bundy story, and don't take this the wrong way, but my favorite part of the Ted Bundy story is because you know, Colorado, Utah, Washington, all those states up there in the um, north, the Northwest, they couldn't get this guy. He comes down to Florida. Yeah, he goes fucking berserk, but right. we got him. We, we put we him. put that fucker down. <laughs> we put him down. Yes, we did. <laughs> And I'm sure that, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Utah and Colorado or what, you know, some of those other states were like, can we extradite him back up? No, you had your chance and he escaped. All right. <laughs> uh. So just chew on that for a while. But, oh, Ted Bundy, he didn't request anything for his last meal, but he was given the default order. This is the fucking default order? Uh-oh. Well, okay, I I guess I can see. It's basically, you know, what you would get at Waffle House. All right. <laughs> um, medium rare steak, it's probably a T-bone. Um, eggs over easy, hash browns, toast, milk, coffee, juice, and butter and jelly. Oh, so, yeah, he got the, okay, yeah. Your bre- breakfast yeah, that, special that, there, pretty much. Yeah, that sounds like a, and I don't like T-bone. I don't like T-bone steak. I mean, I'll eat it, but it's like that. As far as like the named cuts and everything, yeah, T-bone is my least favorite. Like you'll never see me go into a grocery store and buy T-bones. It will well, not happen. Well, yeah, you <laughs> should because a T-bone is it's what is it? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sirloin and a and a fillet. Yeah, but I like ribeye. Yeah, I like I know, a nice, I juicy, know. tender but dude, steak. I, dude, I mean, if you get the right T-bones, like a good fucking thick T-bone steak, dude, that shit's fucking amazing. Well, next time you come over here, we'll get some T-bones. I'll let you cook them. How's that? All right. But, but the thing is, is he didn't eat it. We just let it sit there. Really? You didn't even waste, eat it? Wow. Waste it. We wasted all that food. Oh my! That asshole. <laughs> yep, asshole. 
Yeah, there's people out there that would love to have that steak. Oh, shit. I, mean, I don't know. I just don't think that the taste is... Um, I just don't think that the taste of a T-bone is anywhere near like that of, of obviously not a ribeye, but I don't even think it's as good as like a New York strip or, you know, the flame and yawn or anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's basically low on the totem pole as far as I'm concerned, as far as steaks. I mean, I'll eat a T-bone, don't get me wrong, but, God, I'd rather have a ribeye. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think I've bought anything other than a ribeye in probably 25 years or, or longer. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love my ribeye. That, that's hardcore. It's the best. But Anyway. Next is... I think this is going to be a funny one. All right. Ricky Ray Rector, Triple R. <laughs> All right. Uh, born January 12th, 1950, died January 24th in 1992. He was executed for the 1991 or the 1981 murder of police officer Robert Martin in Con- Conway, Arkansas. Yeah, he, he had killed a man in a um, he he killed the police officer after killing a man in a restaurant and taking off. I wonder uh, if it was Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't they originate in Arkansas? No, that's Walmart. I have no idea. And that's that's Walmart originated from Arkansas. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's I knew something. One of the big major chains originated in Arkansas. It was it was Walmart, but um. But he spent three days on the run before he turned himself in. Um, But instead of giving himself up, um, he shot the police officer who had negotiated his surrender. Um, He shot him in the back, and then he shot himself in the head in a suicide attempt. The attempt effectively resulted in a lobotomy. (laughs) Oh, all right. A 1991 request for a writ of C-E-R-T-I-O-R-A-R-I. You're going to have to do that again. (laughs) Hello? It was a... It was a request for something, and it was denied by the Supreme Court. <laughs> it was a request for um, something. <laughs> yeah, it was a request for something. Um, but but um, despite Rector's mental state, then Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton, uh, Slick Willie, hey, Slick Willie, <laughs> got us, got got a got a cigar there for Triple R. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Open up. <laughs> what? Damn, you guys are you guys are quick. <laughs> Damn. But but uh Bill Clinton made uh, made a point of returning to Ar- Arkansas to oversee the execution of this guy. Uh, during the 1992 presidential election campaign, so he's just like, "All right, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be back in a day or two. I'm going to go see this piece of shit electrocuted." <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was Bill Clinton was cool. 
I mean, I, you know, and as as far as as far as you know, it's, it's like this, this pre- like I I didn't I didn't think George W. Bush was necessarily a, a good president, but I thought he was cool. And it's the same thing with um, Bill Clinton. I didn't think it was nece- you know he wasn't a horrible president. Neither was George W. Bush, but I, I thought they were both cool. Yeah. You know? Right. That's about as close as you're going to get to politics on this podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, but all he had, hey, what, what he had, what he had requested was um, fried chicken, steak, cherry Kool Aid, and a pecan pie. And a pecan pie. All right. Yeah. But he ate the rest of it. But he's just like, I'll save the pie for later. <laughs> <laughs> save it for later. <laughs> oh God! All right. <laughs> oh boy. Um, a short time later, he died by lethal injection, and you know it was. Yeah, it did. He he died like peacefully or whatever, but. I wonder if Bill Clinton got the piece of pie. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> oh God! You got a couple more, then we'll then we'll wrap it up. All right, sounds good. This is fun, though. I hope the episode. I hope the episode's well received, so we can do the rest of them. Oh yeah. You know, because this is kind of. I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm having fun. Yeah, I'm having fun. You? Yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean. It's one of those weird ones where it's fun, but we're not really picking on anybody, and I don't know, but yeah, I'm having a good time. It's kind of cool learning oh, this we're, stuff. We're picking on them. Well, you know what I mean. Not like we usually do. Right. It's a, it's a little bit less than what we normally would do, but because well, we're yeah, just, cause, you know, we're just, I mean, we're talking about them a little bit and blah, 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 this, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's just yeah, like, we're not going into great, okay, what do you eat? Great detail. You know, not going into great detail about um about these people's cases or anything. Yeah. But um but I mean, yeah, it's it's a potpourri episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. It so, is. Um I think we're probably the only podcast that calls episodes like this potpourri episodes because I have never heard that on another on another podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's just, we a, probably that's are. just something I came up with. That's something I came up with, and that's ours. Potpourri episode. <laughs> yeah. So, next is Marb Mar Mar Mar. <sighs> when I tell you the actual the act. <sighs> All right, let's stop after this one. <laughs> oh man, depends on who the next one is. All but right. um, Marion Albert Pruitt. How the fuck did I get Marv out of that? I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, he was given eight hundred dollars. In, in 1979, he was given $800, a new name, which was Ch- Charles Sonny Pearson, and he was placed in the U.S. Federal Witness Protection Program after testifying about a, pr- a federal prison slaying in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. The federal pen in Atlanta, Georgia is one of the toughest prisons in the entire country. 
And if you drive by that place, it looks scary as shit as well. Oh, I would imagine. Uh, I'm not of, sure I've ever our, driven past it, but I'll take your word for it. I have because it's on the way to like a it's on the way to a dis, you know like an industrial area. Okay. Crazy things is, you know, it's like when you're driving down the street. You know, when you're driving down the road that goes by it, uh-huh. right next to them. Yeah, you know, they obviously have the like triple layer fences and all that stuff around it. But just on the other side of the fences are um, like houses. I don't think that they're used anymore, but they were used for people that were work that worked there. I don't know if I would want to live on a prison ground. Yeah. That doesn't seem um, safe. Safe. Yes. I mean, yes. That was the word I was yeah. looking for. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> because it, I mean, I, there's never been a prison break from it in from the Atlanta Penitentiary that I know of. I've never heard of one. But uh, but still, I mean, shit. You you would it wouldn't even have to be like a prison riot or you know like a big like a big movie prison game you know where everybody takes over the prison and everybody escapes. It could just be one fucking person. That manages to slip out, you know, like a freaking Pee Wee Gaskins or something. Pee Wee Gaskins even did time there, from if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, I think I think he did do time in Atlanta. I I, I could be wrong, but I think he did. I know somebody that we've covered has done time in Atlanta. All right, I think it was Pee. I think it was Pee Wee. I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> but um. He then began a crime spree under under the, his alias. Pruitt later claimed that he had perpetrated the prison murder, uh, contradicting his previous test- testimony for which he had received federal protection. Pruitt killed Peggy Lowe after he kidnapped her on seven, September 17, 1981, while robbing the Metro Center branch of the Unifirst Bank which later became Trustmark National in Jackson, Mississippi, where she worked. Okay. Uh, Bob, Bobby Jean Robertson, a convenience store clerk. This is definitely a future episode for us. All right. De- definitely. This is, that's, there's a lot here. Um, but Bobby Jean Robert Robertson was a convenience store clerk in Fort Smith, Arkansas and Anthony Tate and James Balderson, two convenience, convenient, store clerks in Colorado. This guy was a fucking serial killer. Um, wow. Yeah, he, he received the death penalty and this is while he's out on... He, 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 he got out of prison because he convinced everybody that you know, that he didn't commit a murder that was in that he had actually committed while in there to the point to where he was put into witness protection. He ain't, he ain't very bright. No. <laughs> at, at, at that point, you're just like, okay, I'm I'm out. I got away with it, and I did it with the blessing of the government. I'm just gonna lay low and be good for the rest of my life. But not not this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely covering this guy. In fact, we're we're gonna cover him soon. Out of all of these, this is the one that's this is the one that's like the most interesting interesting to me, other than like Bundy and John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, gotcha. But he received the death penalty for. Lowe's murder, two more life sentences for the murders in Colorado, and the death penalty for Robertson's murder. On trial in New Mexico for the March 2nd, 1981 murder of his common-law wife, Pamela Sue Barker. God, how many people did this guy kill? <sighs> right. 
he admitted that he had robbed her in order to support a $4,000 a week cocaine habit. Okay, that explains it. How much? $4,000 a week. Jesus. That's a lot of cocaine. That's a lot. That's that's freaking... Yeah, but just like like Sid Vicious, he gets out of prison and he's, he's detoxed and everything, and then he just goes right back to it. Yeah. But he was given a... Or... Lost my spot. Uh-oh. But he denied that he had killed Barker, who was beaten to death and then set on fire. He was convicted and then given a third life sentence. And then from death row, he asked Missouri newspaper to, to pay him $20,000 to disclose the location of Barker's engagement ring and offered to re- reveal the location of a Florida victim's body in exchange for a paid appearance on Geraldo. Um... Okay. We're covering this guy. We're covering this guy. Yeah, I think so. Fuck yeah, we're Yeah, this that man. Dude, I don't know what you had for your last meal, but it better be it better be as fucking crazy as the rest of your story. Right. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that. I think we're going to wrap it up after this one cuz you want to end on a high note. Yes, God that sounds damn, good. A fucking a fucking ad, man. God. <laughs> and you got to wait for him cuz there's no X to click him. Yeah. I hate these things. Okay. Okay. For his final meal, Marion Albert Pruitt considered ordering roast duck, but eventually settled on a Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza, four Whoppers, French fries, fried eggplant, fried squash, fried okra, and a whole pecan pie, and three two-liter Pepsi bottles. Holy crap. Yeah, he can eat. I think he was trying to kill himself. Sounds like it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, we're definitely covering that guy. Oh, um, yeah. I think that, so. That's, yeah, and uh, soon, too. Might even be next. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right? Find. See what we I don't, can find. I don't have anything. Yeah, I don't have anything on deck right now, so... Yeah, so he he could be our next one. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, um, I'll do that. So, um, thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. I mean, we sure as hell did. And um, and we'll, I mean, comment on it. You know, hit us up on socials, rate and review us, and everything. But we'll know if you like. Even if you don't want to interact with us, even if you don't want to do that. Which breaks our heart that you don't. We want to <laughs> hang out with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm guilting you now, damn it. Yeah, we have <laughs> we've had to resort to guilting you into interacting with us. Yeah, right. So far, one person has you. You interact with us. We're gonna you're gonna get a shout out. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yes, you will. Yep. We we gave a shout out last week on on Sid Sid and Nancy. We gave a shout out on that one. Uh, that woman has not been back in contact with us. <laughs> but, but, um, but yeah, we, you know, so, so we'll, we'll know if this episode was well received or not. So, I mean, if, yeah, if you liked it and, you know, it's, it's well received, we'll, we'll do more. Cause I got a bunch more of these. I have a lot more of these and, you know, I, I'm sure I can do even, you know, can find even more. I'll, we'll call this one part one and it's up to you guys if there's a part two. Yep. Sounds like a plan. I like it. 
because I've got I've probably got enough right now for at least three episodes. All right, <laughs> maybe then. four. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just call this one part one. And if you guys want to hear more of this, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Anyway, follow us on our socials and all that good stuff. Um, thank you very much for listening. We love all of you, and you know, and. Until next week, later. Cheers, everybody. I'm going to go get me some lobster.